I have two tales to tell of my own. I'll keep them short because the truth needs no lavishing. I lived in an apartment building on the corner of Rideout and Carfrey in London, Ontario. Well, to be specific, I lived there twice. Once with my then-boyfriend, and the second time on my own. The building is called the Boog Apartments, but originally, thanks to the intrepid digging done by a few London Room archivists, I found out that the spot was home to Charles Hunt, a prominent London figure who changed the landscape of London south of the Thames River. According to a London Free Press article written by James Rainey published May 6, 2016, Charles Hunt was a dynamic figure in the 19th century London. Over not quite two decades living in London, Hunt established a long-running flour mill and related businesses on the Thames River South Branch, just below the Labatt Brewery, building a skating rink, bank buildings and steamships, as well as played a leading role in early London's oil empires and much, much more. Born in Dorsetshire, England on March 5, 1820, Hunt arrived in London in 1853 after earlier work in the US and Windsor. In 1857, Charles Hunt bought the old Ingledean Mansion at 50 Rideout Street and moved his family into it. Why no mention exists in archives online or off about what happened to the Ingledean Mansion is beyond my sleuthing. However, I know that the building was demolished and in its plot, the Boog apartment was constructed. When I looked at an apartment to rent, the landlord told me that the building had been constructed to house war wives. The building was a beautiful red brick three-story walk-up with no elevator. The apartments were built in groups of four to a floor, each floor separated by a short hallway that you'd walk through to get to each section of the building. It had shiny, polished, speckled floors, textured walls, and rounded corners from where the wall and ceiling joined. My apartment had unique, era-specific Baroque wall sconces and never-painted, thick, hardwood doors and uneven, but charming, hardwood floors. It even had a fake fireplace. As soon as I walked in, I knew I had to live there. The comment my landlord made about the building being intended for war wives stuck with me, and I asked him about it when I was handing him my deposit check. He said he and his son, who managed the building, preferred to uphold a tradition of mostly women tenants, and I wondered if that was because women are more responsible or quieter tenants, or if the history of the building guided that decision. Across the narrow, one-block road called Carfrey sat a funeral home, established in 1935, three short years before the Boog Apartments was built. Every life is a celebration. Intimate moments remembered forever. Smiles captured in time. Special places you called your own. Warm embraces when you needed them most. Timeless treasures that brought you closer. A lifetime of love and friendship filled with dreams, joy, and cherished moments. At A. Miller George Funeral Home, we understand the importance of honoring the lives of those who have meant the most to you. Let us help you commemorate those memories together. A. Miller George Funeral Home, where each life is celebrated The first encounter I had was on a night when I was having an awful neighborhood-specific nightmare. This was when I lived with my boyfriend the first time in the Book Apartments. At the moment of a horrifying and all-too-real climax of the dream, I woke up with a shot. 
I looked over at my boyfriend, and he was snoring lightly. Then I looked up. Over top of my boyfriend was a woman. I could see half of her body, and she had no form from the waist down. Her head was bowed, her hands together. She was undoubtedly praying. I saw her clear as day, and even though I was sure I wasn't dreaming, I got up slowly to prove that I was awake. After she stayed there, unbothered by my moving around, got back into bed, watched her a little longer, and without fear, in fact, comforted by her presence, I felt safe to close my eyes again. Again, back in the Boog Apartments, this time I lived alone and in a different unit. I was seeing this guy at the time. He and I had some weird, hard-to-explain things happen to us. Nothing scary, just kind of noteworthy between us. After a few dates, I felt that we had run our course and I knew that the next day I would end things with him. That night, again, dreaming in my bed in my own apartment, I was woken up by a phone ringing. I looked at my cell phone and it wasn't ringing. In fact, that wasn't my ringtone, and it sounded like it was coming from outside of my apartment. I sat up in bed, I lived on the third floor, and looked out the window to a tall business center building a few blocks from my house. On one floor of the building, all of the lights were turning on and turning off. On, off, on, off. But the troubling thing was that they were turning on and off with the sound of the phone ringing, to which I could not locate or even place exactly where it was coming from. Then, both things just stopped. I waited for one or the other to continue, but the ringing and the lights were just off now. I laid down and my heart was racing. I closed my eyes to calm myself, and I realized I was really, really tired again. With my heart rate slowing and my eyes closed, I became relaxed again, and this time I heard voices. There were three, and though I couldn't hear what they were saying at first, I could tell the sound was coming from the other side of my bedroom wall in the hallway. Then, with the clarity of the words being said in my ear, I heard one woman say, Let's just stay here the night and keep her safe. Call this a self-fulfilling wish. But I couldn't get out of bed, even though I felt that there were three women on the other side of my bedroom wall who were quietly plotting to hold keep for the night in my apartment for my own good. I guess I was more afraid of walking out there and finding that I was in fact alone. So, under their loving maternal watch, I drifted back to sleep, safe, not alone, and feeling very, very loved. 